Hello and welcome back to the Steam Machine Brewcast. I'm Nick Smith, co-founder of Steam Machine Brewing Company. I'm Ash, I look after the sales and marketing at Steam Machine. And I'm Phil and I'm the brewery assistant here at Steam Machine. And we're also joined by one of our original customers, Charlotte. Say hello. Hello. Hello everyone. Beer blogger. Beer, Beer blogger. Lottie on the beers. Excellent. Thanks for having me. So just to put um, today into a bit of context, um, it's late night Friday, we've just shut up, um, it's been another wonderful day at Steam busy, Machine. Busy, busy, busy. And uh, we thought it was the, the perfect time to talk about our subject today, which is uh, building a community. Yeah, so we, we get asked a lot um, about advice, whether it comes to setting up a brewery or a bottle shop or anything related to um the beer industry in general uh, and a lot of the times we get asked sort of what advice you would give us and what's the best thing that you've done to get to where you are so um one of the things we sat around and discussed was you know how did we get here and one of the biggest things we've done is to build a community around the brewery um, and to give it a bit of context next do you want to talk about um how we started the brew room and and what the initial thoughts were with that because it's quite a, a strange place to open a, a tap room for a brewery isn't it yeah i mean we're in the middle of newton aircliffe industrial estate if you're listening from elsewhere in england or the uk that's kind of like milton Keynes of the north um <laughs> selling it well then. If, if you're listening from somewhere else in the world this is like milton Keynes of the north <laughs> and if you're listening from milton Keynes, sorry <laughs> We don't quite have as many roundabouts, but um, it's kind of like a, a, it's a new town, hence the name. It's a bit of suburbia, um, and uh, there's a huge industrial estate, one of the biggest industrial estates in the northeast of England. Um, people going on nights out don't tend to stay around Aircliffe. They tend to go closer to the other, to some of the nicer places. Like, guys, where do you go on a night out if you, other than Steam Machine, obviously? Durham. Yeah. Newcastle. If- venturing further afield yeah exactly so it not many people tend to stay in the area for a drink um so it's a bit of a funny place yet despite that um our whenever we're open it's it's jam-packed full of wonderful people wonderful customers who are who are our community so you decided to open the brewery up to the public didn't you yeah, I mean that that was always the always the aim. Um when we when this the the brewery was first planned, we always wanted to kind of be on a cool high street somewhere and uh you know be open to the public. Just really work out to plan, did it really? No, I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool industrial estate though. Yeah. Coming soon, brewing cool. <laughs> brewing on a shoestring. <laughs> yeah, I do you know, for us I'm 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 way more pleased with what we have here than if we were on a high street, where because every person who comes here has come here with the intention of coming to Steam Machine. Yeah. Or they're lost looking for screw fix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know that like it's not just passing. It's not passing trade. We do not have passing trade. These people. It's a destination. Um, Did you always want a tap room? Always wanted a tap room. Uh, we just weren't sure how it was going to work on Aircliffe Industrial Estate. Uh, we first opened our doors when we were about six months old. We did some brewery tours over at the first Christmas they went down really well and then two months later 
we had a license in place and we opened the doors people were coming in drinking I was probably first customer I think you were <laughs> <laughs> well you found out uh, about it from your brother. I did. He, he was, was probably the first customer. He I was, was the second customer. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you know what? I think you were both my first customer. Yeah, it was good. And the old little small unit as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was so cozy. It was so lovely. I mean, we we had hardly any foot space. We the the tap seats. <laughs> less seats. Seats made from old pallets. They still are. Um, there was like three taps that were on. I don't know if you remember. They were on like a freestanding pallet. Yeah, oh, I remember just that. like a piece of wood. The pallet Tap sticking out. <laughs> but what you might not realise is we had to lift it down after we closed every weekend, because that was where we brewed and bottled and kegged like everything. on the same worktop. So we had to like deconstruct all the taps, like take all the pipes apart shut off the CO2 and like physically move that bar aside so that we could do the labelling and the bottling and things. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, so yes, and we, we hadn't been open very long. I think we'd been open to the public three months and the, the queues on sunny days were like out of the door, double the length of the brewery out of the door. And we went, oh dear, we're going to need somewhere yeah. a little bit bigger. Well, it only fit about... 20 people inside, did it? Yeah, I had a push, yeah. And it was cosy. Very cosy, wasn't it? Very cosy. But I think that's, that's what, part of one of the good things, though, because people weren't coming to somewhere that was big and open and impersonal. And I think that's what really helped, going back to building a community, I think that's one of the things that sort of catapulted it forward because you were crammed in with people that you didn't know and getting to speak you to had them. to talk to people talk. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing you had in common was the beer and, and the steam machine and you were all sat at the same table yeah yeah, yeah. and and that's one of the things design wise that's been carried through to the, so this to the one, tap yeah. room that we have at the moment which is where it's laid out in a way that people have to interact with each other because they're not sat in little booths doing their own thing they are sat around communal tables yes yeah or they're at the bar which is a very interactive social place so we kind of introduced another kind of social space yeah with, by, the, bar. with the bar yeah and it's worked very well it's, it's kind of a it's kind of brought back that kind of for, for me that kind of experience of a traditional british pub that sadly um a few and far between these days of where everyone is friendly to each other everyone knows each other everyone's talking to each other um, and everyone chats with each other at the bar, which I think, yeah. you know... That, that as soon as you walk in, you like look around to see like, the faces, faces and yeah. see who's there. Like, oh, so-and-so's there tonight. And as usual. But what, what's, what's the wonderful thing about all these people that come down is that those people who come down and have, an, have a positive experience, they then become ambassadors for your business. So wherever you go, if, you, if, if they are down in London, if they are down in Birmingham, if they are at a micro pub in Whitby, it doesn't matter where they are. If they, are, if they find... It, they? If, yeah, like if they find a bottle shop or a pub or they go, oh, have you not got these? And you should get that. And it kind of like, it spreads the word. So all these people who have a... Every person who has a positive experience at your place then becomes... A marketing tool. Yeah. yeah. It's a horrible it way of looking yeah, at yeah. it, but, but, it yeah. but it's true. But it's the best yeah. way because it's people recommending their experiences. It's their experiences, yeah. And and it's very genuine as well because they're you know they're not they're not they're not an advert they're not being paid to go and do stuff they're at somewhere doing it because they love it yeah because they've had such a fantastic experience somewhere they they want to share that with other people and talk about it and tell them about it so I think that leads nicely onto um kind of the building of social media as well so those people who come down they want to know about what's happening and they want to follow your story what are you brewing 
and because people love to feel involved it doesn't matter if it's there and then in person or if it is on social media they, they love to feel that, that they are a part of it so you know what i would say to anyone starting a brewery is, is make these people a part of it um like don't be a faceless business like let them let them see the construction of the 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 new bar the let them see the new vessel coming in let them get excited let them let them try the pilot batches you know all yeah, of that yeah. kind of makes people of, yeah little tastes of new beers and things yeah definitely um you know and going back to social media you know charlotte we've you're here you're, you're very good on social media actually uh, i'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like that that building of genuine followers it doesn't matter what what you're doing that's kind of it's essential really isn't it yeah well it's about as well like getting it out there to people it's so easy to put something on and interact with people and then you know they know what you're doing you've got something new coming out you've got events going on people can find out so much more about all the things that are going on in the area or in like your own brewery without having to do too much advertising or work to do that definitely And obviously we do recognise that social media isn't the, it's not the be all and end all, is it, of, no, definitely of not. the business. Definitely not. But it has been important for us as we, as we build and build and build. And we obviously do recognise as well that tap rooms and things aren't always going to be possible for breweries um, due to location things, but obviously it's worked for us. It's worked for us. And the community side of it has been basically the most important part of us growing, hasn't it, really? I mean, it's completely inseparable to, to think of um, Steam Machine and the, the brewery without thinking about the tap room. The, and the brewery, community. yeah. It's like, I can't think about one without another. You know, and it, as we make plans, whatever those plans are for expansion, we're always thinking, well, how do we retain that kind of community always, feel? Yeah, it's the first thing that gets it, talked about, isn't it, when we absolutely. talk about expanding? So, expand, we, we need a bigger place. Oh, uh, what about the community? How do we how do yeah, we look yeah. after them first yeah. and foremost? We, had the, we, we were talking about it this morning, weren't we? We were. In detail. In detail. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> so one of the things I was going to pick up on is I think that um, the community also sort of naturally builds itself, but it's dependent on them having a great experience and a, a personal one-to-one experience. So if you go into a pub, like a random pub, or a, one that's part of a chain or something, you might have some like decent interaction with the staff, but you're not going to have the same personal level that's possible. It's, it's the when passion it's over the business. product as well, isn't it? That's yeah. that's the focal point of what we are here. You, you, Everybody shares the same passion for for the beer we produce. You I mean your staff have got to be part of your community, um, and and they have to share that kind of passion. So you got to be careful about who you surround yourself by. Because you don't want them to just be like you say. You don't want them to just be a faceless barmaid. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know. You you need people who are passionate about what we're producing. Yeah. Absolutely. And um. Well, they need to be knowledgeable about what they're selling. Like yeah. yeah. Different beers for the different. If if someone walks in that doesn't know too much about. You have beer, to be able to then. Or the beer you're selling, you need to be able to yeah address that and sort of ease them in or give them something a taste of something different or something that they might like. Yeah, I mean, like that text message that just beeps then was um someone asking to reserve a couple of tickets for an event that we've got. Cheese tasting evening. Yeah, so you know, like just uh, events, people, the people involved, and you know, I think 
think at the end of the day, it's about making the freaking best beer you can and getting it out to people who are going to enjoy it. Exactly. And being passionate, like you say, about, about those products that you've got. I like it. I like it. So just before we finish off, shall we try and get some, like a hit list of tips for anyone that's starting a business, whether it's a, a bottle shop or a brewery or anything like that, around building a community? How, how would you tell people to go about getting started with it? Get people involved. Get them involved. Asking for help. People love to help. People love to contribute. People love to see your progress. I think that obviously helped us for the first brew room is you were basically sat with the vessels. Yeah. So it's, it's not just a bar. People were actually like amazed at the whole process of it and it was always a talking point. Yeah. Because you sat amongst the equipment, people then automatically asked questions. So they were always part of like the, the brewing process in a way. So yeah, like talk to people, get involved and... Talk to talk people, to share, interact share the passion with for them as much it. as you can. I think the thing that's coming out overall is get people involved, whether it's getting them involved by having them sat with other people and talking about stuff with them and sitting and having a chat, whether it's you know having them touching the brewing equipment or taking them around and showing it, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you were stroking you your had to, You had to show me a beer in the old brewery because there was nowhere else to You had to, to, to sit on it, so really. I had to sit in it. <laughs> get in my vessel. Um, moving swiftly on, uh, but get them involved. Get them involved by, like you said, Nick, asking them for help with stuff, asking them for ideas. Um, because at the end of the day, you're providing a service to, to your customers. So if you can get We've them always been all the ideas, suggestions then. and things, haven't we? Yeah. Always. I mean, like when people have said make a cider, we've always Always gone. been open to that. <laughs> <laughs> we've never acted upon it, but... No. <laughs> you seemed enthusiastic at the time, just to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the record, we've made, machine, record. We've, made made we've made lagers. Not apples for half <laughs> in the making of this program. <laughs> That's about it, isn't it, really? Yeah. So, so as always, I mean, this this came about through people asking us questions. If there are other questions you want to hear answered, um, as part of running a brewery, the day to day of a brewery, uh, send your questions into us, and we'll try do a brewcast about it and address those points and discuss it. Yeah. What we'll try and do as well, when we get chance, because everything's a bit hectic at the moment, is we'll put together a little article that'll go on the new website with um, a list of bullet points for the community building side of things, um, just to distill our rambling into a nice bullet point checklist. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. Awesome. We'll put some photos of the regulars on. Yeah, we've got lots of photos of the regulars. That's that's another thing. Just just before we finish off, um, we we take little Polaroid pictures of all the regulars and staple them to the bar. It's things like that. Staple the photos. Yeah, <laughs> we have tried to staple some regulars to the bar when they're misbehaved. But some people have even got personalised glasses. I hear. Yeah. yeah. It's little things like that, and as soon as people start to feel involved, it becomes you know there there are people who it's a massive part of their life, and and they they come every time that the tap room's open. It's a massive part of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Yeah. Um, So, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, let's wrap it up there. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, Remember, send your questions in if you've got anything that you want us to cover in any future episodes of the Brewcast. Uh, Follow us on social media. Uh, We've got Steam Machine Brewing Company on pretty much everything. And you can follow our guest at Lottie on the Beers on Instagram. 
and Twitter. And Twitter. And you've got a website as well? I have indeed, yeah. Ah, yeah. So. The links are on so, those. So get following Lottie. Go and have a look at some of her awesome beery pictures. And if you want to be really weird, you can follow us as well. Um, all our links are... All our links? Yes. Yes, yeah, all our links right. are in the links on the links. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers for listening, guys. Catch you soon. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.